Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. Bishop Robert Barron shared what he found to be three important riches that we see in the exploration of our scripture today. That God is love, that God has loved us first, and that we are invited to participate in God's love through our own love and self-gift to him and one another. A recent story from the diocese was about John Krebel, who was laid to rest on May 3rd at St. John of the Cross Church in Euclid. At first it seemed that John, a U.S. Army veteran who died on April 27th, would be buried in a private ceremony alone. He had no surviving family members or close friends. The funeral home in Willoughby Hills, Ross to John, said Crable prearranged his funeral in 2017 and he requested a mass. He purchased a burial plot at All Souls in Chardon. John also handled the funerals for Crable's two sisters, Viola and Eleanor. None married or had children. And after his death, his state-appointed guardian had no one to notify except the funeral home and questioned if he should be buried with a private graveside service. And the funeral director said, no, I will not deny him the mass that he requested. So he contacted Father John Betters at St. John of the Cross. Father Betters said, I don't didn't know him, but of course we will honor his life. At first I thought it would be just about four of us at the Mass, Dijon said. However, Father Betters first told his pastoral associate, and he said she was distraught that there would be no one there for John, so she emailed about ten parishioners, and the word spread When it was time for the 10 a.m. funeral mass on May 3rd, the church was filled. There was even a floral arrangement next to the casket that was provided by a woman in San Francisco who had heard about John's funeral mass on social media. She wanted to ensure he had some flowers. And members of military organizations volunteered as pallbearers, and there was an honor guard. Father Better said, of course, we've had to reduce attendance, and this is the largest crowd we've had in the church at some time. He said, sometimes you wonder if people really do care, and then you see this. Parishioners, first responders, police officers from Euclid, Richmond Heights, and elsewhere, active duty military members of veterans groups and others. If John was here today, I'm sure he'd be grateful, Father Better said. 
asking those gathered to close their eyes and imagine John's last breath, and then him seeing all those who went before him. And then he sees Jesus, his Lord and Savior, who greets him and says, Well done, my good and faithful servant. After the Mass, a bugler played taps, and everyone saluted him, and others held their hand over their heart. The flag was folded and presented to staff members from the nursing home, John's last residence. Michelle, who was the executive director of that home, said he was a kind, sweet man. Even though he couldn't communicate well, he would give us a thumbs up when we did something he liked. John did not die alone. The Christian faithful prayed that day and celebrated the Holy Eucharist for his soul. To show us that we would never be left orphans, on the night before he died, God himself transferred his divine presence into otherwise normal appearing bread and wine. The God made flesh knew he had to keep his flesh with us in order to be personally and visibly present to those who would come in the flesh after him. For this, Christ instituted the Holy Eucharist, the way he keeps his promise never to abandon us. The world might not understand this, but we who are given the gift of faith, see, hear, and come to know that our witness to the indwelling of God is the most effective way we can carry out our Christian vocation. And our Christian vocation is this, love one another. Peace be with you. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.